The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, Todd Gurley passes his physical for the Falcons. What does that mean for the Rams? Speaking of the running back position, the Rams get a three-way prove-it year from the backfield. And later, a flurry of fan quesos. Next on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports 4 Radio. What's going on, Rams fans, and welcome back to another edition of Rams Showcase right here on Sports 4 Radio. I'm your host, Joe Branham, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags. Laying down the law for you guys tonight. Pretty interesting show. We are talking Todd Gurley for hopefully the last time. And then, of course, we're going to go into the running back position. The Rams have a very interesting running back position group this year. And uh, that might look very different in just one more year from now. So we'll get into all that. And then uh, most of uh, our content tonight is actually going to be fan quesos. Because we're in June. We are in June, which is the worst time for NFL news. And uh, also in bad news, I'm out here in uh, in Colorado, in Colorado Springs, and there was some rumors that dropped that our In-N-Out was going to open up this month. It turns out that's not the case, guys. That's not the case. Our In-N-Out does not open this month, and uh, it turns out it's later this year. So so it's, it's quite a while until I'm going to try In-N-Out. I know... Uh, I feel like there's there's people that tell me all the time, like my listeners that tell me that, like, dude, you have to have In-N-Out. And A, do I look like I'm a big food guy? So I'm not necessarily super worried about it. But at the same time, hey, I'll, I'm willing to try it. I know the first weekend is going to be absolutely bananas, so I probably won't go up there for a little while. But it's, hey, and, and from where I'm living, where the one In-N-Out is going to be popping up is like a good 45 minutes away from my house. So I don't love any burger that much. I've had some delicious burgers in my life, but I've never had a burger that I've been like, you know what? I'm willing to drive 45 minutes for it. I will barely drive three minutes to the burger places close to me for good burgers. But hey, you know what? (laughs) I'm not a food guy, which I think is a little obvious looking at me. But you know what? What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? But I have to tell you guys that because I know that there's some people out there that uh, first of all are already mad that I'm like I don't really care about fast food that much, <laughs> and and also people that are like mad that like we're gonna get an in and out and I'm not super worried about trying it right away. Like I'm gonna take my time, you know, because first of all it's the first in and out in Colorado, so it probably I feel like these Colorado people out here, which are technically not Colorado people, we don't really have a lot of Colorado people. All the people are from other places, which is the unfortunate part of living out here, but. Let's go, let's go ahead and talk about the Rams. I think that's what we need to do uh, first and foremost. That is the most important part of why I'm here with you guys tonight is because I like to talk about the Rams. You guys like to listen about the Rams, if those words make sense. So first, we're going to start Todd Gurley, all right? Uh, Gurley obviously used to play for the Rams, was drafted uh, a couple years back, and uh, had some cool years, and then, um, then didn't have some cool year or a cool year, and now he's just gone, but... 
signing with the Atlanta Falcons, was able to finally head out and take his physical, and he did pass it for the Atlanta Falcons, which we expected. I'll be completely real. I mean, I expected him to pass this. I didn't see a situation where he was not going to pass his physical. Uh, but what does this mean for the Rams? Well, his his uh, his contract for the Rams had an injury guarantee. And if you guys don't know what an injury guarantee is all about, basically what that means is if he gets hurt while under that contract or and he is released and he is unable to get another contract due to his injury that he sustained under that previous contract, then the injury guarantee kicks in. That was a $10 million injury guarantee. So Todd Gurley does not get that from the Rams because he passed his physical. So that's now that injury guarantee is is void. That's that that's out of the question now. That's that's all gone. Uh, so what this what this means though is uh, Gurley actually lost three million dollars to pass his physical for the Falcons. And I don't mean to laugh. I, that's not a a funny thing. Um, I'm not trying to because I realize it's like three million dollars for a person who signed a seven million dollar contract. You some people might uh, might be out there like good whatever. Um, I, I'm all for get your money. I don't care what position you're in or who you are or where you came from or how you did it. Go get your money, man. Cause there's, there's a, there's some sketchy stuff that goes on in the world. And if you can get your money, then I, I, I support it. Just go get your money. But, uh, talk early. He unfortunately lost out on about $3 million to sign a one year contract with the Atlanta Falcons. So the Rams save 10. He makes $3 million less. And then of course the Falcons have a new running back. So there you go. Uh, this is kind of an interesting part, though, is the 2021 running back free agency class. If you need a running back, 2021 is the year to do it, to hit the free agency market and get yourself a running back. And this is the point on the ramp. So if Malcolm Brown, uh, Cam Akers, and Daryl Henderson, if they do not, if none of them solidify themselves this season in 2020, if none of them solidify their spot this season on the Rams roster, then we've got some options, all right? Plenty of options to look at uh, for the next season and should honestly come pretty cheap. They're the the supply and demand thing, there is plenty of supply and not necessarily that much demand, especially at the running back position. That running back position is a weird position right now. It's a weird position. No one wants to pay them. And part of that is thanks for thanks to the Rams because uh, uh, that, that girly contract kind of scared a lot of people. It scared a lot of people. So... Uh, these are the free agents at the moment, and these are just a few names, honestly, just a few names of free agent running backs for 2021. And I don't expect all of these guys to be free agents when we actually hit uh, the 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 C or the the free agency period. Not, not all of these guys are going to be available, okay? But there are some some names here. Let's go through a couple of them: Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, Leonard Fournette. Uh, Todd Gurley, Tevin Coleman, James White, Matt Breida, Kareem Hunt, Rex Burkhead, Mike Davis, Damian Williams, Malcolm Brown, TJ Yeldon, Dalvin Cook, Dion Lewis, Joe Mixon, Jarek McKinnon, Amir Abdullah, Devontae Booker, Alvin Kamara, and the list goes on. Those are just the names that I wanted to throw out. That's just the names I wanted to throw out. Those are big names. Those are good running back names, all right? Now, you've got the ones in there that maybe not, like, obviously, Todd Gurley, we don't know what he's going to look like this year, but he might blow up this year and actually get a big payday next year. Who knows? Uh, Dalvin Cook, he's kind of holding out right now, so we'll see what happens with him. He might get extended. Amir Abdullah, I loved him coming out of Nebraska. Uh, I wanted him real bad. Joe Mixon, he's really gotten his stuff together, honestly. You know, he was, obviously, we had some issues in uh, OU, but he went up to Cincinnati. He totally cleaned himself up, and uh, Joe Mixon, but at the same time, uh, I was looking at it currently... The Bengals only have nine guys under contract next year. 
So that's not a lot. But they also have like all the cap space. So the Bengals are going to look real different next year. Uh, I would assume Joe Mixon part of that part of those plans. But who knows? That that actually might change. But this list, I mean, the list obviously it continues. There's some big names there, but the list continues. The point is. It will be very difficult for any of these running backs to draw large contracts on the open market, meaning that any team looking for a running back next year, they're sitting pretty. And that very well could be the Rams. The Rams might be needing a running back next year. We won't know until after we watch this season unfold, but it is possible that the Rams would need a running back next year. It's a, it's a lot like uh, this year's quarterback situation where we saw, you know, uh, Joe Flacco, Cam Newton's still a free agent. Joe Flacco obviously signed already, but uh, now he's just a backup. You know, the, the quarterback market, there's not a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. In fact, I can really name two. Uh, I would say the, the New England Patriots and the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags, they look like they're straight cool with Gardner, and they actually probably maybe want to lose and pick up Trevor Lawrence. Uh, the the Patriots, who knows what they're going to do. Uh, they could go with Stidham. They could go with Hoyer. They might. They, I don't think they'll go with uh, Kaepernick or Cam. But, hey, I mean, the Patriots, they, they do things. All right? They do a lot of things that I can't necessarily, uh, like, predict. So who knows what's going to happen out there. Um, we'll see what that team even looks like. But those are, if you went through, like, real hardcore onto teams that need quarterbacks right now, not a lot of them. But next year, if you need a running back, which could be the Rams, I'm not saying it will be the Rams, I'm saying it could be the Rams, uh, then uh, this is going to be the time to go get one. This is the year to go get one because there's plenty of names. And just some of these guys, like I, I obviously I mentioned uh, Abdullah and, and Mixon. Those are two names that I would absolutely welcome with open arms to the Rams. Uh, but I welcome... I pretty much support the decisions of the team because I don't make the decisions. So, like, what am I going to do about it? And what does complaining do? You know what I mean? So it's like if we sign a guy I don't like, which has happened plenty of times, uh, they're just like, hey, well, you know what? Not necessarily a fan of this guy, but hey, I hope he has an awesome season. I kind of go with that that mindset. While they're Rams, I hope they do well. Unless until they leave, and then I don't care anymore. I'm looking at you, Sue. Looking at you. <laughs> Next going on, uh, just a quick little bit for you guys. Uh, this is just a quick little piece of information. According to SpotTrack, I was looking on uh, SpotTrack, Rams have a, uh, the youngest average roster today, which I found very interesting. I, that, like, jumped out to me. I was really surprised by that, actually. So, so yeah, we're back to being the youngest. We were that a couple years ago, and then kind of signed some vets. Signed, like, guys like, uh, like, like Tlaib and Sue. The guys I wasn't, like, jacked to have, but... Hey, you know what? It works. Uh, some announcements coming through from the NFL. Uh, the NFL did notify teams that the virtual period of the offseason work will be extended through June 26th, and there will be no in-person minicamps in the month of June. So we are looking at at least July until we can get the teams together. So it's a it's an interesting situation that we're sitting in right now. Obviously, there's a lot going on in the world right now. Uh, a, a lot that I'm not going to comment on, but because uh, this is Ram Showcase, but we're going to... With this, uh, it's going to be an interesting offseason. It already has been an interesting offseason, but once we get people into the building and actually onto the practice field and stuff like that, it's going to be time to go. It is going to be time to rock, and you got to just get stuff done. It's unfortunate for these rookies. It's unfortunate for teams like the Rams, who have two new coordinators. Well, three if you count special teams also, but uh, some new coordinators coming in. It's going to be difficult to, to kind of to, to do that process, but... 
if we're looking on the bright side, which I like to do. I've, I feel like I'm a positive person. I like to keep on the bright side. Uh, look at the, the starters that are different, like let's say on the offensive side of the football. Running back, but Malcolm Brown played a decent amount. Henderson played a little bit. I really wanted to see a lot more of Henderson last year. Uh, and then the defensive side of the ball, uh, of course, we're going to have some different linebackers, but Jalen Ramsey now comes back. He, you know, he's, it's a different system, of course. He, I mean, a very short time under Wade Phillips, but now he's going to be under Staley. And that's, I mean, at least he was here last year. So he kind of like knows the guys and stuff like that a little bit better. Um, and then, of course, uh, some injury stuff, you know, we get getting guys back, Note Boom and John Johnson and stuff like that. So uh, it's going to be an interesting offseason and see, I'm, I'm curious to see what teams are the ones that like that really take advantage of the situation that that they're the ones I mean, and it, it feels like it's going to be the teams with just the that are just the the best run teams. So the poorly run teams. You know the Redskins and uh, the, the Jags, stuff like that. The Browns; those teams are the teams I'm expecting to fail because of our special circumstances in this specific offseason. So, uh, hopefully, the Rams are not that team. And if uh, if if McVeigh is who we all thought he was in 2018, I, I I like to be confident and I like to think that McVeigh is going to be able to to run a pretty tight ship and and, and get everything in order. I like to at least hope. Uh, and then also there is discussions going on of a shortened preseason. And this could have a, a few impacts. Um, it's unclear what games they would want to drop. And uh, I was listening to some sports talk earlier today, I believe it was. And uh, their suggestion was cut out the first and the last preseason game. Because nobody really plays the fourth one. Nobody, no starters really play that. Uh, Ram starters don't really play preseason at all. Uh, we'll see what happens this year just because of the special circumstances and limited practices, but so we'll see. Uh, but the, the last one, no starters really play. That's kind of just a, uh, I, for lack of a better term, kind of like the BS preseason game that no one really cares about. It's just your last one. You, I feel like most teams just try to get through it. Maybe you've got a couple more decisions to make, but overall, not that important of a game. The first one, that's an interesting uh, cut to me. I, if, in my opinion, I would just cut the first two and just do this, the weeks three and four for the preseason. Because then that fourth preseason game, of course, becomes just the second preseason game and is holds some importance because you only get two of them now. Very limited to, uh, to see who your guys are going to be. You know, when, you, when you're making those roster cuts, sometimes those decisions get tough. I can imagine. I've never made them. So <laughs> now, let's see. Uh, and then also coaches allowed back in the facility next week. So we are making some progress. I almost feel like nobody cares about coronavirus anymore. I feel like it's like a thing of the past. Like coronavirus is so last month, you know. Like we're on to new, we're on to new things. We're nobody cares about that. I'm, people have stopped even wearing masks or like social distancing. Like nobody cares anymore. And if you care, hey, all the power to you, man. All the power to you. But I know I just feel like no one's gonna be able to close again. You know what I mean? This whole second wave stuff that we keep hearing. No one's going to close again. I feel like my company would just be like, no. <laughs> like, we tried it, man. It sucked. Like, we're moving on. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, that's actually, that's that's the news that we got to get into for you guys. Um, we're going to ha- hop into uh, some fan quesos here. And uh, we got some good ones. Uh, we, got, we got some decent fan quesos for you guys. Uh, let's get some, uh, some music here. Let me change my screen here. Fan quesos. I made a fan queso screen for the YouTube channel, which is pretty cool stuff. Oh, also, I need to look up and announce 
the winner of the trivia question. Um, we had one answer, so thanks, guys, for participating. <laughs> but that answer was correct, so that's good. Good stuff. Uh, let's get into some fan cases here. We'll talk about that after uh, after we get to fan cases. But just uh, so to prepare myself, let me actually pull that up so that I can be ready. I don't want to not be ready. Um, but yeah, we got a... Some good fan cases, and some of these I I read them beforehand, but I also made it a point to uh, to not really think about them. Like there was there's one that I'm thinking of from Paul. It's a top five question. Uh, I on purpose did not I did not uh, uh, think about it too much. I, I kind of thought of a couple, but I, you, you guys will know what I mean. Let's get into it. First one here is from Gary. Gary wants to know, with all that's going on in the world, no mini camps, training camps, no team workouts, where does Sheriff Joe see his Rams finishing the season? Uh, That's a great question because it is tough to predict what's going on right now. Uh, Obviously, we're in some wild times. Um, But, you know, it's um, I I think this team is still pretty strong, and uh, we're bringing back a lot of starters, and that is very important. That is a very underrated aspect of of a team is is how many starters you're bringing back how many returning starters you have uh and on the offensive side of the football we got a lot i mean obviously brandon cooks is gone todd Gurley's gone but other than that i mean that's it i mean we're and even with uh with brandon cooks leaving that still leaves cup woods and john and uh, reynolds excuse me so i mean those guys were all here last year and bring in a guy like van jefferson who unfortunately is is stuck in the situation of uh, of uh being a rookie in this specific year which is unfortunate because of the lack of uh, prep time that you're going to be able to have so so that's kind of unfortunate but and then the, the the running back position we lose todd Gurley, but malcolm brown i've always liked malcolm brown and i've said it on here plenty of times that uh, that I thought the Rams were going to lose Malcolm Brown, that, that he was going to be the guy that that other teams wanted that we weren't going to necessarily be able to afford to keep him and Gurley. But now that Gurley's gone, uh, Malcolm Brown might be able to stick around for quite a while. But hey, I've, I've always liked Brown. I have no issues with Brown. I'm a big Henderson guy too. And now we bring in Akers on top of it? I'm I'm cool. I'm I'm good. Like it's all, I don't want to say Gurley who, because obviously, I mean... Dude did some amazing things as a Ram. To be to be real, I mean he's done some amazing things. And, and if you look at his numbers comparatively, he is like one of the top five running backs of all time for in the Rams history. I mean we've had some amazing ones. I'll give you that. I mean obviously there's some amazing names that the Rams have held at the running back position. But Gurley is he's up there on a lot of that stuff, even in his decently limited time as a Ram. Um, but to answer your question, Gary, and to stop avoiding it. Uh, where do I see the Rams finishing this season? I mean, I I do see this team in the playoffs. I don't know how far this team's going to go in the playoffs because because of all this stuff. But I think we're returning enough starters. Uh, McVay, I think, is a strong enough coach. I think our draft class was strong enough. I I, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. I think this team can win ten. I, I feel I'm feeling ten wins, and I don't want to lose six. But hey, I don't control it, so. That's just my prediction as I, I see this, this team win in, uh, I think, 10 games. This next question here comes from Steve. If Goff, AD, and Cup didn't choose football as a career, what jobs would they have? That's a great question. I love this one. I, I like this kind of stuff. It's fun for me. Uh, Jared Goff would definitely work at, like, Hollister. <laughs> I mean, if you see him, like, walking around and stuff like that, 
like off-season stuff where he's just chilling. He straight looks like a guy who works at Hollister, like, all the time. Uh, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup seems like a good old boy to me. Cup would, he would be like a, I don't want to say like a ranch hand, <laughs> but he would have something like, like a physical labor job where he just kind of like, just keeps his head down and works, you know what I mean? Not necessarily like a warehouse job, I feel like he'd be outside, but like a dirty job. He just seems like that kind of guy to me. He seems like a worker. And uh, AD, I think AD would be like a mover. He would work for like two men in a truck or something. And he'd be like the guy who just gets everything done. He'd be like the team lead or something. <laughs> and he would just like yell at everybody for not going fast enough all the time. And he'd be like just just moving like waterbeds by himself. Waterbeds, that's my example. Gosh. Who has a waterbed? <laughs> This next one comes from Paul. Top five Rams of all time. Tough question, Paul. Tough question. Uh, to answer you, though, Paul, I think, uh, obviously, there's been some amazing Rams. Um, I'm just going to throw out some names in no particular order. No particular order. Uh, Merlin Olsen is in there. He might be my number one. Deacon. Deacon Jones. I'll say Marshall... Dickerson. See, I like Holt more than Bruce, personally. That's just a personal preference. Like, Holt was the guy that got me, like, wanting to play football. I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> it was not, I was not Holt-esque on the field, but uh, he was the one that made me want to play. And uh, I, But I would put Bruce ahead of Holt, which I don't think is insane. Um, I think one of the most, and, and it's, it's weird to say underrated, because I don't necessarily think he is, but universally I think he is. For Rams fans, I don't think he's underrated. Universally, I do think he's underrated. And that would be James Laurinaitis. All-time leading tackler in Rams history. I don't think dude gets nearly enough credit for what he did uh, for the Rams. And he was kind of like the Steven Jackson of the defense. Was just kind of like super dope, super sick, did his job, was a tough player, uh, but was just on a bunch of bad teams. And that's, uh, that's unfortunate. He kind of had that Steven Jackson-esque career where just not, just played amazing but on some poor teams. And that's uh, that's too bad, but I think he's up there too. That's more than five names. Now I'm just going to make you accept that, Paul. You just have to take it. Paul also wants to know, who could be some surprise roster cuts this year? I've got a big name I already locked and loaded. I, I saw this question and I had a name pop into my head. And that's right tackle Rob Havenstein. I don't think that that would that, that wouldn't shock me at all. Last year, I nailed my surprise cut. I'm gonna brag on myself for that because I absolutely nailed that John Kelly would get cut. Nobody nobody believed me. I said John Ke that I thought John Kelly had potential to be cut. All I said was he had potential to be cut because of the the roster situation and all that. I got some some like legit like like hate mail like <laughs> people were commenting they're like you're an absolute idiot you know nothing and then he got cut I didn't say anything because they already knew I didn't have to <laughs> uh, but I, I think Rob Havenstein that's my big my big one my big name as far as a potential surprise cut this year uh, like I it wouldn't shock me if it doesn't happen but it like if I heard that Rob Havenstein got cut it wouldn't blow my mind it wouldn't blow my mind away um I also wouldn't be super shocked to see Leonard Floyd not make it. I think he will, uh, mainly because of Staley. Staley being his coach, and he coached him in Chicago. But 
that name wouldn't blow my mind. Um, other than that, I don't necessarily see any big surprise cuts uh, unless we saw somebody like uh, unless we saw somebody like Reynolds. But I don't think that's necessarily going to happen, especially under rookie contracts. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but Havenstein and and, uh, and Floyd are two that I I wouldn't necessarily be stunned if they did get cut. So there you go. I mean, maybe you would, because the the question was surprise cuts. So maybe I misinterpreted <laughs> or misanswered. A surprise cut would be Jared Goff. I would be very surprised if they cut Jared Goff. There you there you go, Paul. This next one comes from Joey. Will Cam Akers be able to separate from the rest of the running back group, or will McVay run a three-way committee? I think we're going to start with a lot with a big committee, but I think that Malcolm Brown is going to be the guy getting the bulk of the carries early in the season. But about week four or five is where I think that Cam Akers will start to see the bulk of the carries and kind of take that role over. If, of course, he starts playing like how you know, like if he starts playing really well, if he's the one that's kind of you know sparking the offense especially on the ground then I then that's what's going to happen in my opinion and I think that Malcolm Brown starts the season I'm pretty confident saying that Malcolm Brown I think is going to start the season I don't think that that should blow any minds if Malcolm Brown's out there snap one week one I I don't think that that should blow anybody's mind so will Cam Akers be able to separate I think so I think so he fits that zone running scheme real well so uh, I think that 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 definitely bodes well for him for sure um but I, we'll see a lot of we'll see a decent amount of committee, man. Um, I think we'll see a, a decent rotation because I, I think McVeigh. I think McVeigh partially saw that that's kind of how it's done. I think that the whole the Rams organization kind of saw that that's that's really how you should be doing things now. Is running back committee? You don't need just one guy to be your workhorse. Rotate some guys, and whoever has the hot hand, just keep feeding them. It's worked for plenty of teams, and I would say the best teams in the NFC all run it that way. Seattle, San Fran, New Orleans, they all run it that way. They all run the committee. Whoever's got the hot hand just keeps getting the football, and I think the Rams are going to be part of that that squad. Next question here is from Paul. What's the next tattoo? Uh, I have a decent amount of tattoos. I don't, well, not not really. I've got seven. Uh, I don't think that's a, that's many I want all of them, so I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a. I want all of the tattoos. I think my next one. I want to get. I don't even want to say it because I feel like people are going to steal it. <laughs> uh, probably not though, because they're actually super dumb. So I'll just tell you guys. Uh, I'm thinking of one of two things is going to be my next one, but I will get both. Uh, I want to get Bobby Hill dabbing. And then, I don't know where I'll get that one, but I want it to be visible. I like my tattoos to be visible. I don't like hiding them. Uh, and then, I also want the uh, the Chinese symbol for the word Japan. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen, dude. It's going to happen. I don't know where I would want that one, but I just want to be able to say it's, it's Chinese for Japan. That's all, man. That's all. Wyatt wants to know... What is your insane prediction for the Rams in the 2020 season? I should have thought about this one more, I think. Because um, I read this one before, but I was like, I'll think of something. Huh. Um, insane prediction. Oof, man. I, that's a... Uh, you kind of got me. Uh, let me see. I, I should have prepared. <laughs> okay, how about this? My insane prediction. I'm going to do it. I'm doing this one. 
I think Aaron Donald rushes two touchdowns in this year. Let's get it. Okay, I've been I've been pushing. I've been pushing for Aaron Donald to be in it running back in goal line situations for years now. I think it's time we do it. I think this is the year. I think this is the year and we do it twice. Once against the Seahawks, once against the Niners, both at home. SoFi Stadium, rumbling. Because honestly, if, if Aaron Donald's running in touchdowns, there's quakes happening, all right? That ground is not stable if Aaron Donald's punching in touchdowns. He's never scored a touchdown. I think it's it's fitting that he would do it on the offensive side of the ball. On his way to being MVP. AD for MVP. I think that would be so much fun to see AD be MVP. I'm sick of running. Our uh, quarterback's just getting it. Just ever, just a quarterback and a guy who runs. I, mean, I don't know. It's just, it seems a little boring to me. It seems dull. Honestly, last year I would have given it to McCaffrey. I would have voted. If I had a vote, I don't. But if I had a vote, I would have voted for McCaffrey myself. I think I'm just, I'm not anti-quarterback. I just really like to, uh, I just like to shake it up, I guess. <laughs> I like to be that oddball. I don't know your name. But I'm going to call you Maxed. Because uh, that's your name on here. Uh, <laughs> is any validity to the rumors of us signing Cap? Honestly, I have no idea. I, I like to think that I have like a good grasp on what the Rams are doing and what they're going to do. I like to think that. I don't. Um, <laughs> that's... Like, I remember when the Akeem Tlaib stuff first popped up. I came on here, on this show, and I was like, guys, let it go. It's not happening. Akeem Tlaib is not coming to the Rams. It was like a day later that that trade happened. And then I was like, and Dominican Sue is not coming to the Rams. We don't need him. Why would he come to the Rams? And it was like later that day he signed. <laughs> it was... I was like, you know what? I give up. I'm done. I'm done predicting. Um, but any validity, I I would say yes. I, I, I think that there is a little bit. I think it's it's very possible. We're the... And LA team. No, screw that. We're the LA team. What am I saying? We're the LA team. At least the only one that matters. And then... Uh, I, yeah, I think that uh, with the the way that the the Rams have handled the current situation, I don't think it's it's out of the question at all that the Rams could sign Colin Kaepernick. My only hiccup here is, first of all, should he get signed? And it's all to do with football. It has nothing to do with the anthem, with kneeling, with protests, any of that stuff. He wasn't that good most recently, and I don't know how many people especially at the quarterback position, can be out of the game for three years, come back, and then just be dope. I'm not sure that that's a thing. So, are the, are the rumors valid? Probably. There's probably some, some validity to these rumors, but should he be signed? No. I mean, we don't need him. Johnny Hecker had more pass attempts than, than Blake Bortles did last year. Uh, the backup quarterback position doesn't worry me, and it doesn't worry me, and it will not worry me until we see proof that Jared Goff is not able to handle a full season without getting hurt, which he's literally shown us his entire career so far that he's good, that he can handle it. Every time he gets blasted, dude hops right back up. I haven't even, I, I'm trying to think, have I even seen Jared Goff like, be slow to get up? That hit against Sherman, but then they pulled him out of the game. Like, the, the upstairs guys were like, we need to check him out. And he was fine. He came right back. But here's my thing on Cap, okay? A, 
Cam Newton's still a free agent. Cam Newton was in the MVP conversation just two years ago, and he can't find a job. What teams need a quarterback right now? You can say the Patriots, and you can say basically the Jags. Um, who else? Who else needs a quarterback? Maybe the Redskins? But do we really think the only team in the NFL that has a racial slur for a name is going to sign Colin Kaepernick? That just doesn't make any, any sense to me. Maybe it does to other people. But the single team that has a racial slur for their name, I don't think is going to sign Kaepernick. I think that... I. The irony in that would just be off the wall, honestly. That would be like, it's like, okay, what? what? <laughs> but Cam Newton can't even find a job. Joe Flacco is the backup for the Jets. I mean, and I'm not saying that these guys are super sick or anything like that, but Joe Flacco's a Super Bowl quarterback. Cam Newton is, he's played in Super Bowls. <laughs> uh, I, You know, it's just, a, it's just one of those things. I don't think that... It has nothing, and I can't stress it enough because I know people are going to, I feel like there's at least some people sitting there thinking that I'm anti-cap or whatever because of protest. No, I support all that stuff. I support his, I supported it back then, but he wasn't that good on the football field. It has everything to do with on the football field. He wasn't that good, and no teams need quarterbacks. And do you really think the Rams are going to sign somebody? Uh, so Joe Flacco signed a $1.4 up to $4 million uh, with incentives. That's his deal. I learned that today. Thanks, Paul. Do we really think that Colin Kaepernick is going to come in and sign for a like, vet minimum? No. He's probably going to make at least two, $2 million. And do we really think that the Rams should spend $2 million on a backup quarterback position, a position that last year had three pass attempts? I see no reason that the Rams need to sign Cap. There's not a lot of teams that I could see signing Cap, and it makes sense. The Redskins roster makes sense, but the irony involved in that, I just, that's just too much. And then, he just doesn't feel like a Patriot to me. That sentence probably could be taken in, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that that sentence alone could probably be taken and spun into some serious, seriously obnoxious ways. But you guys know what I mean. The, the New England Patriots. He doesn't. He doesn't feel like he fits into their to their uh, culture, which is very rigid, very strict. Uh, like Tom Brady left the Patriots and then went on Howard Stern and had this whole interview where he's talking about all this stuff. That would have never happened if he was still a Patriot. And if Kaepernick were to sign with the Patriots, I think that the team would just be like, all right, man, just shut up and play. Which is like a weird thing to say. That's okay for teams to say, in my opinion. <laughs> They'd just be like, dude, worry about, we want to win. That's what the Patriots are about, winning. They're not worried, like, they. that that, that sentence probably sounds bad. I don't mean it bad in any way. I, I That's... You guys, I feel like you guys are smart enough to know what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel confident in that. Let's see here. Next one up. We're moving on. Next one here from Steve. I think McVay will scheme to get our tight ends more touches this year. I think he started that. I think he started scheming that last year. Late season, last quarter of the season. Those last four games, Higby was heavily featured. So I, I think he's already kind of started that. Uh, Higby had more catches and yards in those final four games and he had the the in the like the the rest of his career so 
overall, I think uh, I think that's uh, that's already happening. Tight ends are getting more involved. Uh, uh, that could be bad news for guys like Cup, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I don't care who's scoring touchdowns; just score the touchdowns. As long as they're wearing Rams uniforms, I'm good with it. Steve also wants to know: choose what? Okay, I thought about this one a lot. Um, this was a tough one. I'll read it to you guys. Steve says: choose one. You can work for and cover the Rams professionally, but the Rams will never make the playoffs. Or you turn down the job and let the Rams' future just play out. This is a tough one, and I'll tell you why. And it's because the Rams could literally never win another game, and I'll still be a Rams fan. The rest of my life, however long that happens to be, the Rams could just not win any more games. I'm still going to be repping. I'm still going to be doing Ram Showcase. I'll still be wearing hats that nobody likes. I'm just going to do it still. I would prefer to win. I would prefer to see the team win. Yeah, obviously. But I'll still be a fan no matter what. That's just the way I am. So, because of that, though, I mean, I don't know. It's a, that's, a, that's such a... And I'm probably not going to give you a straight answer, to be honest. <laughs> Um, but like if I turned down the job and then just let the play, the future play out, I would always be like, like every time they didn't make the playoffs, I'd be like, I could have been covering them and this would have been the same thing. It would just, that would frustrate me. Every time they didn't make the playoffs, I'd be like, well, I could have covered this year. I could have worked for them. Uh, but if I worked for them and then they never made it again, first of all, that's some real voodoo stuff. Some real bad luck. If that's the situation. And if that were the case, maybe, just maybe, I would have to go work for another NFC West team so that they could have that that terrible luck. Maybe. You know what? I'll let you guys decide that. Let me, uh, let, let's talk about this winner real fast. Um, I got one answer. I'm really disappointed, and we're not going to bring back <laughs> trivia for a while. Uh, we're going to, we'll, we'll probably wait until the season starts again. Um, but again, I want to shoot a special shout out though to Shaw's Customs for uh, helping us out here. Uh, if you guys have not already, make sure you guys head over to etsy.com slash shop slash Shaw's Customs. Check them out there. Uh, you guys, you can get all kinds of cool stuff. All kinds of cool stuff. You can get new Rams logos. You can get those, uh, those fan made logos that I'm not a fan of. Um, but you can get, he'll do those for you. Uh, Joe Exotic stuff. Uh, there's a, other stuff also you know <laughs> what a sick sales pitch right um yeah so make sure you guys check out shaw's customs but uh our winner for last uh last week's trivia question uh actually wait do i have the trivia question actually I, let me see i got the answers and or the uh the clues in front of me if you guys were not able to see it uh first of all it was a it was a who am i so the question was uh who am i i batted uh, 458 in high school baseball I never played for the team who selected me who drafted me uh, and then I, I went to the Pro Bowl but never played and my final clue my bonus clue was what did the Rams leave in St. Louis but only had in LA the answer Jack Snow so John Perry you absolutely got that question correct and uh, make sure you send me a message on the, the Rams showcase page I, I know I told you to, to comment I know I did I probably should have just taken your answer there, which is fine. But hey, it worked out, and you still won. So uh, shoot me a message, uh, and then uh, I'll get in. I'll, we'll figure this out, okay? Because we, we we changed the way we do our trivia, so we're 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 ironing out some deets, 
and shoot me a message. I will get you in touch with Josh uh, from Shaw's Customs. You guys, will be you'll be able to pick something out from there. Um, I, I'll have to ask him about the sizing and stuff like that. But uh, congrats, man, you win. Uh, Jack Snow is the answer to that. Four fifty-eight in, in high school baseball. Holy cannolis! By the way, um, speaking of baseball, I'm not very confident that we're going to get baseball this year. Other people are though. Even people that are like in the MLB are like, oh no, we're coming back. I don't know. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it, guys. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Uh, that's going to do it, though. That is Ram Showcase on this June 11th. It is a hot day, guys. It is uh, it's 82. 82. Gosh. That's, like, way too much for me. And how, like, with how my body's built, I'm just going to turn into jerky out here. That's bad news bears for uh, for Joe Bags over here. <laughs> That's going to do it for me, though. Okay, make sure you guys check out Shaw's Customs. You can find them on Facebook as well. Shaw's Customs. I believe that's one word. You can check them out there. Tell them the sheriff sent you. You won't get a deal, but he'll get a kick out of it. And he'll at least know that I'm, I'm, I'm sending some peeps, you know. So, uh, yeah. We're pretty good. Pretty good. Shaw's Customs where it's at. I'm definitely going to pick up so many things from him. I can't wait. I gotta wait for all the rest of my Ram stuff to come in, though. I still got another hat coming, some jerseys on the way, my custom jerseys. That means I'm gonna, I'm gonna have five custom Sheriff Joe Bags jerseys, and that's obnoxious, but I love it at the same time. The only one I don't have, like the only version that I don't have, will be like the, the dark blue with the, uh, the navy blue. That's the one I don't have. I got the royal blue, the throwback. I got the, the white, the white and gold one. I've got the color rush yellow, and now I've got the bone gray and the new blue coming in gonna be dope all right that is gonna do it for me i am sheriff joe bags this has been ram showcase on sports war radio make sure you guys follow the ram showcase on all your favorite social media that's at ram showcase on instagram and twitter facebook.com slash ram showcase follow me as well at sheriff joe bags on instagram and twitter facebook.com slash sheriff joe bags that's gonna do it for me for those of you that aren't rams fans our thoughts and prayers are with you for those of you that are rams fans thank you guys so much for listening and you guys have a great night Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.